2020. 2020. We're halfway through the first month of 2020, people. Okay, I'm a bit more excited than you. We're halfway through the first month already. I don't know. I think as, as I've gotten older, the time seems to go faster. I'm not sure if that's the fact or I'm just busier. And so it just seems to go faster or I don't know. But it just seems to race by. Like we've been looking at 2020 for many years now thinking, wow, a brand new decade. And here we are over halfway through the first month. I do love a new year. Who loves a new year? It's kind of like this weird thing that happens at the end of the year where you race like crazy to get to the end of the year. We do New Year's Eve and all of a sudden it flicks over and it's like a brand new page and a brand new start. And that's when we make our resolutions and we, we think about what we want the year to look like and, and we do things like, I'm going to join the gym this year. I did that last year. I'm no longer a member of the gym. Um, because I didn't have time to fit into my life, which that's just an aside there. But we make these resolutions. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to start studying. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to give up doing that. I'm going to position myself well for this year. And I love that the beginning of every year is that moment where we can do that. A fresh opportunity to choose the sort of life that you want to live this year, to leave the things that you didn't really want, if possible, in last year and bring into this year the things that you want to see. This this hope rises in our soul, doesn't it, about this year is going to be different. Am I the only person that feels like that? No, we all do. We all feel that way. It's going to be a fresh new start. It's going to be this hope rises about what the year can actually bring for us. This year will be different. This year will bring the change. This year will bring the breakthrough. This year I'll be healthy. This year I'll get the job that I want. And we we have this hope and expectation at the beginning of the year that is unlike any other hope and expectation I believe we get in the rest of the year. And Deuteronomy 3019 is a very well-known verse, but I want to read it to us this morning. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today. I place before you life and death, blessing and curse. Choose life so that you and your children will live. Now, I'm sure if every morning that you got up, someone physically came and stood in front of you, like, Kate, here I go, I'm going to send over to Kate, and I'm going to say, okay, Kate, today... I set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Choose life. And if we had that reminder every day, we'd probably go, right, today I'm going to choose life. But we, life gets busy, stuff happens, and we forget about it. And we just live life like we've always lived life because stuff happens and it can push us out of shape. But when I when I bring that verse and when we look at that that offer, who is going to choose death? No one. So every day, every moment, we have the opportunity to do just that. God has said life, death, blessing, cursing. It's not a once-off thing. I believe it's something we need to choose every moment. Every time we make a decision, we get to make a decision towards life, something that will empower us, something that will push us towards our future, something that will bring great things, or death. And sometimes not making a decision at all is this one. It's like, I don't want to make a decision. I'm just going to stay here. So I love the new year because I'm going to remind you today that this is your choice. 
the promises and possibilities of God are your choice. Because the promises and possibilities of God don't change. What he has spoken about, what he sees on each and every life here, what he has spoken about, the possibilities for each and every life, it doesn't change. The way that we feel about it, the way that we feel about ourselves, that changes a lot. But what God says about you and over you and about your life and about your circumstance never changes. So if it never changes and remains the same, it means that all we need to do is change the way that we see it which means it's available to all of us, isn't it? The promises and possibilities of God are amazing. I'm going to preach really short today. It's a short encouragement because I want to leave time at the end of the service for us to be able to anoint all of you who would like to be anointed for this year. So don't get too comfortable, okay? Stay with me because it's going to be great. 2 Peter 1 verses 3 and 4 says, Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited deposited in us by his divine power. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. As a result of this, he has given you, say he has given me, he's given me, magnificent promises that are beyond all price so that through the power of these tremendous promises you can experience partnership with the divine nature. How good is that? He has given you, he's given you everything we could ever need for life, the first line says lavished upon us. He's not a stingy God, lavished upon us. He has given you magnificent promises that are beyond all price. And some of you are sitting there today thinking, I'm not seeing it. Well, good, because today you're going to see it. Today, we're going to change the way that we look at it and we're going to move away from the way we feel about it. We're going to move away from the things that happen and understand that God's promises remain the same and we can choose to walk into them, that they are lavish. They are everything we could ever need for life. They are magnificent promises beyond all price. What a great thing to be reminded of at the beginning of the year. What a great way to walk in to the beginning of the year. You are more than a conqueror. Nothing can come against you that God can't walk through you. Nothing, nothing can happen to your life that God can't turn around and somehow make for good. Nothing. You can change the way you see your life, feel about your life, think about your life, do your life by simply changing the way you see your life. Okay, so let's just land on the magnificent promises of God just for a minute. What kind of promises are you talking about? What kind of promises are the magnificent promises of God? So I did a quick Google search because everyone loves Google. And I put in what are the promises of God? And I did, this is not all of them. This is just the first, I don't know, however many I put down. Exodus, Exodus 14, the Lord will fight for you. What a great promise. Do you get tired of fighting for yourself? 
Do you get tired of wrestling all the things that the Lord will fight for you? Isaiah 40, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. He'll give you strength when you feel like you can't do it. He'll give you strength when you feel like it's too much. Isaiah 40 again, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar like eagles run, not grow weary, walk and not faint. You can do this. Whatever you take on, you can do this. Love this. Isaiah 41, he is with us. He will strengthen us. He will help us and he will uphold us. You're not on your own. You're not on your own. You know, so many of these promises talk about God strengthening us. And I think it's because we in ourselves can be quite weak when it comes to determination and choosing the promises of God. True? Or is that just me? That might be just me. Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against us will prevail. Nothing that can come against you is going to take you out. Nothing. You didn't get that job. It's not going to take you out. You didn't marry that girl. It's not going to take you out. You didn't make a million last year. There's still this year. Nothing. No weapon formed against you is going to take you out. Isaiah 58, he looses the chains of injustice. He unties the cords of the yoke. He sets the oppressed free and he breaks every yoke. Those things that keep you contained, the way that you think about yourself, the way that you look at yourself, the hope for your life, he can break that open and give you a brand new viewpoint on what you can have for your life. I am way more excited about this than you. Isaiah 61, proclaim the good news to the poor, bind up the brokenhearted, freedom for the captives, release from darkness for the prisoner. Have you ever felt captive by something? Maybe an addiction, maybe a toxic relationship, maybe something in your life that if that was just okay, a broken relationship in your life, if that was just okay, I'd be able to make some good choices for my life. Well, here's the good news. That's one of the promises of God. He will help you get captive. He will release darkness for the prisoner. He's got good news for you. James 1, he will generously give you wisdom if you ask. If you ask. If you ask for wisdom, God will give it to you. Well, I don't know what to do. I don't know how many times people come to me and say, I don't know what to do. And I love to be able to sit with people and help them make good choices. But can I say to you, wisdom is freely available. It's a promise of God. I don't know what to do. Pray. And God will show you what to do. He will give you wisdom when you need it. Deuteronomy 31, he will never leave or forsake you. Never. You're never on your own in this. John 8, he sets us free. If he sets us free, we are free indeed. He has set you free and you are free indeed. Promise of God. Philippians, meet all your needs according to his riches in glory. You got a need? Anyone here got a need? I mean, I have a need. Here's the good news, the promise of God. He will meet all your needs. Is he going to send a checkbook from heaven? Probably not. Will you have to work for it? Probably. But he will provide your every need. I was speaking to someone last week. It was quite hilarious who's been really looking for financial breakthrough in their life and, and, and had a lot of bills to pay. And, and their boss rang them and said, hey, I can't go to work today. Can you go in? Uh, you can you can take, I'll give you double what I would normally give you for a day to work three hours. And this person said to me, do you think I should do it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you doing anything else? No, no. Okay. He will provide your needs. Sometimes it doesn't look like, we would all like to just be relaxing while someone fanned us and fed us grapes while God just made a way. But sometimes you actually have to go after those things 
so that he can meet your needs. Is that good? Healing, peace, wisdom, prosperity, blessing, freedom. They're all the promises of God for your life, all of them. And we simply need to choose them, to be aware of them. Sometimes we're so busy because he made us intelligent, trying to work it all out ourselves, we miss the most obvious answer. Watch it out. If I just do this, if I just do that, if I talk to that person, if I do this, if I do that. And he did give us a brain. But he also gave us the promises of God that are available to each and every one of us to get us through the seasons that we need to. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20 to 24 says this, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him the amen is spoken to us, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership upon us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. I call God as my witness and I stake my life on it that, that it was in order to spare you that I did not return to Corinth, not that, that we the Lord, what? Not that we lord it over your faith, but we work with you for your joy because it is by faith that you stand firm. The promises of God are yes for you. They are yes for you. It says he, he anointed us set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing those things to come. And we can lose sight of them. The new year is such a great time to get sight of them again. Get them in your sight. Get them in your spirit. Get them in your grasp. You know, we can feel disqualified. Maybe last year you made some poor choices. Well, join the club. Everybody in this room has made poor choices over the last year. Whether they be huge poor choices or small poor choices, poor choices are poor choices. We've all made them. The key is to not let the enemy trick you into thinking that you are now disqualified somehow from the promises of God because you are not. You are not. I love that. Sometimes we can feel like, well, that's all good for you, Pastor Sue, because you're just literally an angel. People have actually said that to me. It does actually make me want to vomit. You are literally an angel. Ask my husband. Actually, don't ask my husband because that will get him in really big trouble. Sometimes we can feel like we don't measure up. God is not in the business of measuring. He isn't. He loves you. His promises are for you. He doesn't put you in the naughty corner when you don't measure up and say, well, you know, for the next three months you can't have any promises of God in your life because you're a tad naughty. No. He just says, promises here. When you're finished in the pity corner, come over here. When you're finished feeling bad about life, come over here and let me set you on a path that will bring you the promises of God in your life. They're not about measuring up. They're not about being in or out. They're not dependent on how we feel. They are available and true and unchanging for each and every one of us. And they are yes in Christ. We just need to respond with the amen. Yes. He says, yes, you can have that. And we say, amen, it's mine. You know, and sometimes we can feel like the amen is actually like a full stop. You know, that's what we say at the end of a prayer. Amen, finished, done, thanks God, there's my list. 
Amen. Amen actually means so be it. So be it. So the promises of God are yes. And we say the amen, which is so be it. It's not like finished. It's so be it. God says you are more than a conqueror. I say amen. So be it. It's the shout at the end. It's the acceptance at the end. It's the fist pump at the end where you go, yes, amen, I'll have that. Healing is yours, amen, I'll have that. Breakthrough is yours, amen, I'll have that. Relationship restoration, it's yours, I'll have that. Strength is yours, I'll have that, amen. Yes, yes, so be it, so be it. So be it. In your life today, so be it. Every promise that I said before, every promise that we looked at before, you can go, amen, so be it. I'll have that one, so be it. You can have all of them, so be it. But we kind of go, amen. And God's a bit like, do you, do you want it? Like like feeding a, you know, feeding a toddler. Do, do, do you want it? Um, are you hungry? Like open your mouth, you know? So be it. I want us to leave here this morning going, so be it this year. So be it this year. This is my year of healing. This is my year of breakthrough. This is the year I start my business. This is the year I start my study. This is the year I graduate and pass my courses. This is the year I find that person that I'm going to marry. This is the year. So be it. Am I shouting? I'm sorry. So sorry. I just want you to get it. (sighs) Okay. He anointed us. He put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. And this morning, at the beginning of a brand new year, we're going to give everybody here the opportunity to be anointed with oil and say the amen. We're going to give you the opportunity. You don't have to do it, but we're going to give you the opportunity for someone to simply anoint you with oil And then to say, amen, I'm taking these promises this year. I'm anointed for this year. I'm aware of what is going on this year. I am, I'm ready for what is going on here. Is the oil magic? I'm sorry, it isn't. It's a symbol. It's simply a symbol. In the Old Testament, anointing was used for, for kings and prophets and priests. And it was a symbol of the power that they had within them to rule, to proclaim, and to minister. The anointing was what they had. The anointing is mentioned a lot in Scripture. Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit and power, and he's, he's referred to in Scripture as the anointed one. Luke 4, 18 to 19 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim proclaim liberty to the captives and recover recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Why is the anointing important today? The anointing symbolises breaking the yoke. It breaks the yoke, it breaks containment, it breaks mindsets, it breaks that apathy that sometimes we live in, it breaks that yoke over your life, that symbol breaks the yoke. It signifies healing in Scripture. 
Any who are sick, it says the elders are to anoint them with oil. It signifies healing. You need healing this morning. I'd encourage you, come, get anointed for the year. It brings joy, the oil of joy for mourning. You want breakthrough. You want to be a joyful person. You want to have a different way of looking at life. The anointing brings joy. It consecrates and it sets apart. It's a symbol. The best way that I can describe it to you is this. When you're driving along and you're just doing the speed limit and not breaking any rules, but behind you, these flashing blue and red lights come on. There is not one person in this room that doesn't immediately check their speed, doesn't immediately check they're not doing anything wrong because we understand what that symbol stands for. Stands for do the right thing or I'm going to pull you over and give you a very big fine. We make sure our mobile phone is nowhere near our hand. Don't we? It's the symbol. Is the power in the flashing lights? (laughs) No. Although it chills most of us to the bone when they come on. Even if you're doing 40 in a 60 zone, all of a sudden you're very aware of what might be coming down the line to you. It's a symbol of the authority that resides in that car. (laughs) The anointing this morning is a symbol of the authority and the promises of God for your life. And so by simply anointing you, it's not weirdness, simply anointing you, it's like sticking those red and blue flashing lights on and making you aware that you are called, that you are anointed, that you are appointed, that you can break the yoke, that all the promises of God for your life are yes and amen, that you can have healing, that you can have breakthrough, that this can be the year, the best year of your life. And we are starting right now. That's what the anointing is for. What do you want to see in 2020? What do you want to see? Are there things in your life you'd like to see change? Are there things in your life you'd like to see added? Are there things in your life you'd like to see broken off and gone? Do you want to choose life this year so that you can live on a whole new level and see the magnificent promises of God outwork in your life and not just in your life but in the lives of others? Because church, when we get this, when we get this, it overflows out of our lives to everyone that we touch. When we get this faith, when we get this promise, when we get this confidence and security in our God, we're not shy to talk about it. We're not shy to share it because it's resident and working in our own lives today. So maybe you're here this morning and you're not a Christian. What a great day to come, the anointing service. God wants to anoint you for Him today. You might be here and say, I don't, don't really know Jesus in the way that you're talking about, but boy, I like the sound of those promises. Boy, I like the sound of a life that sounds like that. Boy, I like the thought of not being alone. Boy, I like the thought of being able to overcome those things in my life, not by myself. And something in your heart this morning has gone, I, I'd really like that. I'd really like that. So this morning, I'm going to give you an opportunity, not right now, but in a moment we're going to stand and we're going to worship God. And I've asked the pastoral team to come today and they're going to stand at various points in in each section. And if you'd like 
to be anointed for this year, then I'd encourage you just to, to come down. The, the service crew are going to give you direction on where to go and how to get back. And we're going to do this as quickly and, and effectively as we can. But don't miss the moment. And if you're here this morning and you want to know Jesus, when you get to that person, just say, that's me. I want to know Jesus. I want my year to include Jesus this year. And they'll, they'll pray for you and they'll give you some instructions on how to, how to move forward today. I'm really excited about this. You know, it's moments like these that I feel like God can really speak to us, can really give us what we need for the year. We've got our prayer team at the end of the service over here as well. So if you've come with a, a specific need that you would love someone to stand and, and pray with you and believe for breakthrough, they, these guys will be here at the end of the service over here if you would like more extended prayer. But this moment is, is simply going to be us coming and going, God said yes and I say amen. So be it. So be it in my life. So be it. Are you excited about that? I'm so excited about this. So why don't we stand together? And if all the pastors uh, and uh, leaders that you know what you're doing, no one's going to miss this. We're going to have people going out into the into the toddlers' rooms and the babies' rooms, into the kids' workers' rooms. No one's going to miss out. And please, if you're not comfortable with it, that's okay. Just stay in your seat. But as the team begins to sing and to and to pray um, and to sing and to worship this morning. I'm just going to pray and why don't we begin to move to the people that are in your section. Lord, we thank you today for this opportunity. Lord, we thank you for this reminder of your promises. We thank you for this reminder of who you are in our lives. And Lord, the 19th of January is, is a day that we are going to set in our hearts and remember as a day that we were anointed for this year. That no matter what comes against us, we know you are with us. No matter, no matter what happens, we know you won't leave us or forsake us, that our healing will come, that our breakthrough will come. Lord, I just thank you for your precious and magnificent promises. And we commit this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you begin to move towards the people in your section and the team are going to lead us in worship. Lord, we thank you this morning for anointing us for 2020. Lord, we are expectant as we go into this year. We're expectant to see breakthrough. We're expectant to see healing. We're expectant to break out of confinement in any area in our lives. We're expectant to see relationships restored. We're expectant to see people meet you. We're expectant. Lord, for those great, magnificent promises that you have for each and every one of our lives. And Lord, we're so grateful this morning for this symbol, this anointing to go into 2020. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. We go out of here, we hide it in our hearts. We take it and we hide it. And when those moments come, we know that we can walk through them because we have been anointed this year to walk into your promises and we give the amen. So be it in Jesus' name. So be it in Jesus' name. So be it in Jesus' name in every life represented here today. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to invite James to come. Go out expectant. Go out confident. Go out 
knowing that you don't need to measure up, be someone particular. You just need to say the Amen to the promises of God. You are never too far from God to experience His promises. You just need to say, so be it. Amen. Thanks, Jen.